Ladies, gentlemen, geeks of all ages, you are now entering BJ Shea's Geek Nation. Welcome. Yes, welcome to BJ Shea's Geek Nation. I am the Reverend Fuego. Across from me is Vicky Barcelona. Hello. Show's namesake, BJ Shea, is on assignment, and running the boards is Joey D's. On this Wednesday, we will be talking about the Inside Job. Well, Inside Job on Netflix. Vicky's been watching it. Actually, she binged the whole damn thing. Of course. I said I would. I know, and you did. We'll be talking about the Spider-Man No Way Home villains. A couple of trailers, including Morbius and the Book of Boba Fett. And then we'll get back with Vicky for the Geek Sheet. Vicky, how can people get a hold of us? Get a hold of us via our website, bjgeeknation.com. It's going to have our blogs, podcasts, and more. more. I did say more. <laughs> or, you know, just search for BJ Shay's Geek Nation on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, iTunes, and the Odyssey app. Yeah, so many ways to get a hold of us. And we really do appreciate that feedback. Now, we'll get right into this because we've got a lot of stuff to cover. And BJ, oh, was it? It was, a, it was a couple, maybe a week or so ago that he had talked about this Netflix show called Inside Job. And I said, like, I'll probably binge it by the time you watch the next episode. Yeah, it's got Lizzie Kaplan in it, Christian Slater, and then Clark Duke. And sure enough, Vicky binged the whole damn thing. Yeah, within go. two days, only because I had stuff to do. And otherwise, I would have finished it in a day. Wow. I was, I was, I was refolding all my socks. <laughs> of course. Of course. <laughs> Refolding socks and watching Inside Job. You know, like, everyone's got to have a hobby. That's how I like, end up binging shows, especially if I know I'm going to like them. I'll find a task like uh, that I've been putting off and one that where I don't have to be walking around moving like laundry or anything. I just mm-hmm. sit there or like washing clothes. Folding clothes, perfect. And I ended up watching it all and it was fun. Uh, it is very, very similar to... It made me think I was watching a different version of Rick and Morty. Oh, okay, okay. Because you have an alcoholic genius father and you have a daughter who's also a genius, but like messed up, but in different ways. She finds friendship along (laughs) with her, like with her coworkers. And it all kind of comes down to getting a new coworker that's supposed to, she just gets promoted for a job. Like, yeah, we'll promote you, but you need somebody to be personable. Because you're not. Oh. <laughs> it's like everyone, it's like, no, they say you don't make eye contact, you call them stupid, you know, so that's where Brett Hand, this gorgeous looking, you know, personable kind of, I would call him like a Labrador. He's, oh, okay. He's yeah. adorable. He's sweet. He's not that bright. <laughs> oh, he's golden retriever. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> and they're the perfect combo. And it's, Christian Slater plays her dad and very much Rick vibes. He can build anything, so she can she... She seems a lot less bitchy. Well, I shouldn't say that. Than Beth from Rick and Morty. Okay. Which is his daughter, Rick Sanchez's daughter. She she is bitchy, but a more fun way. Beth is almost like, oh, you're bitchy, and that's kind of sad. Like Aww. it's therapy way. You need therapy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You need therapy a lot. I mean, yeah. don't get me wrong, Reagan Ridley does need therapy, but she she's she's really fun. Like she you don't think you would relate to a super genius who has had a messed up childhood like she has a very specific type of childhood, but you do end up relating with her and her cast of idiots, basically, because you have uh, Glenn Dolphman, who is half dolphin, half Dolph man. man. He was like, he's a boomer, <laughs> like was in the military and he decided for his country to splice his DNA with a dolphin. Oh, yeah, because that's what you do. That's what you do. Uh, you got Magic Mike, Mike spelt M-Y-C, who is like a weird mushroom creature from the center of the Earth because the Earth is not flat. It is hollow. Yeah, and yeah, we, we knew that in uh, Godzilla versus King Kong. Yes, it is hollow, and there's a bunch of different types of 
alien creatures, and basically any <laughs> conspiracy theory that you have heard on the internet from that crazy uncle or as a joke on a show, every conspiracy theory is in this. Down to Avril Lavigne is no longer alive. She was replaced by a clone in 2003 when she died. Oh, oh yeah. Like, I every, remember actually hearing about that stuff. Yeah, like every, because I remember like there was a clone section in one of the episodes. It's like, that looks like Avril Lavigne, and they brought it up. Did you know Avril Lavigne died in 2003? She's a clone! <laughs> 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 it, it's, just, it's so ridiculous because you just have to laugh at it. You know you've heard people who have said some of these things, like, really meaning they're true, and they make yeah, fun of it. Yeah, They really, they, they have, they do, it's a good balance. I thought it'd be cringy, but it's it's been really fun. I'll probably re- re-watch it, like, in the background again. Bobby Lee's really fun, too. It's They've got a lot of good comedians, and I saw mm-hmm. Ron Funches plays uh, a character in it for an episode at least. Yeah, like, one or two episodes, very brief. And yeah. it's just funny because to me, he's King Shark. <laughs> so he's like, I, I recognize that voice. And I'm like, oh, there's King Shark. He's like, I'm going to go back and get my masters. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's 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 a lot of fun. I do recommend watching it. And let me know what you guys think. I'd love to. Uh, you know what? Especially na- if you like Rick and Morty. Yeah, yeah. It sounds like that sort of vibe on that one. Um, going into the MCU, talking about Spider-Man No Way Home. Mm. We've heard all about the the different uh, super villains that have been uh, already announced. Uh, with one of them being Doc Ock, Green Goblin is hasn't been confirmed. Doc Ock, obviously, because We've even seen like him. yeah, in like Empire Magazine, they had did a whole spread where it was like Doc Ock holding Peter by. I'm pretty sure it's Tom Holland's Peter Parker. Yeah, I'm pretty uh, by sh- the neck. I think it is just because based on the uh, logo. Yeah, the Spider-Man logo. Um, and so we saw some of that as well, and it seems like that Empire Magazine. We might there might be a couple extra ones now with the trailer. We saw that there's probably going to be Electro because. Of of the obviously he's already been confirmed in the cast mm-hmm. uh, and now it looks like according to the magazine Reese Ifan's lizard Dr. Kurt Connors from the amazing Spider-Man as well as Thomas Hayden Church's Sandman Flint Marco from Spider-Man 3 will be join, joining the growing list of villains in No Way Home and so it stands to reason stands, ha, stands to reason that it might actually have these characters as well. Uh, we have confirmed that Alfred Molina's Doc Ock will be in it, mm-hmm. and there's also been teases to Green Goblin from Willem Dafoe and Jamie Foxx's Electro. Uh, we don't know whether or not Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield are going to be reprising the roles just because Andrew Garfield has said no. Deny, deny, deny. deny. And Tobey has, uh, you know, he has kind of tried to be cool about it. Like, he winked a couple times. We don't know what that means yet, though. Yeah, so it's like at this point we just don't even know but the thing that is crazy about this that Holland had said also that the cast and crew are treating No Way Home as, quote, the end of a franchise, which I think you've brought up before as well. I, or maybe yeah, we're just BSing. I think it might have been BSing either off, you know, off mic, if you will, because I think I was talking to BJ about this recently. Uh, it is an end of a franchise basically is a trilogy. Like a lot of people were worried that this meant, yes, I did talk about how people were worried that he th- he was going to be done. Mm-hmm. And that is not the case. It's just the end of this like trilogy, if you will. Yeah, of this whole thing. And I mean, obviously at this point, they're going to have to, um, I would hope, have Peter Parker kind of grow. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm, I mean, he's got a baby face, but he's an adult now and I would like to see him out of high school. Yeah, and then also just like moving on from like this sort of aspect. I mean, we had Homecoming, Far From Home, and No Way Home. Mm-hmm. I feel like all three of those with the, 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 the home vibe on those will move on from beyond that and we'll have to see what goes. But at this point in time, it looks like the Sinister Six is kind of the Sinister Five at this point. 
So we don't necessarily know where this is going to end up. Uh, one thing, and, and we've talked about this guy a bajillion times, and I will continue to talk about him because I think he's really cool. Straw Hat Goofy on TikTok. And yeah. Sh- underscore straw, underscore hat, underscore me, all that, uh, between the the words. But he did mention that Tom Holland kind of said something that if you are a complete mm, nerd, mm-hmm. you're going to look into and kind of figure out what he meant by it. He said that he, was in, he had his jaw dropped. They did a scene where they were around the table where it was Happy Hogan, his Aunt May, and him with somebody else. And when he was looking back over the footage, because that person wasn't really there, he yeah. Had to, you know, keep everything a secret because Tom Holland can't keep a secret. That's true. Uh, his jaw was to the floor when he found out who it was. And basically what they're kind of, what Straw Hat Goofy and other people are speculating, it can mean two things. It could be one of the other Spider-Men mm-hmm. or it could be Daredevil. And I've also heard random rumors that this, that we might get Charlie Cox back as Matt Murdock, mm-hmm. but not the Matt Murdock we know from the Netflix stuff. Again, variants are out there everywhere, mm-hmm. and but they've also screwed us over in terms of with the MCU and bringing back Quicksilver with Evan Peters, which mm-hmm. turned out to be Ralph Boner, which... I still don't believe he's just Ralph Boner. I Boner. do not believe that whatsoever. The way that the, the whole multiverses are kind of exploding and doing all sorts of weird stuff, and it even leads into our next thing as well, because Morbius just dropped their second trailer and that thing has so many easter eggs from so many different things Mm -hmm. i don't know what the f is going on so it dropped comic book fans were pretty surprised to see what the hell all of the uh, references are er, are and Er. we've got a bit of the easter eggs and it started off with just you see both of like peter parker and morbius working at horizon labs Mm-hmm. which was interesting. There was one scene where Jared Leto's Morbius, the living vampire, uh, walks past a wall that has a Spider-Man, uh, a Spider-Man like, uh, I guess, vandalization or like graffiti mm-hmm. art on the side. But that came from the video game. Which, isn't Whoa, that okay. based off of the video game for the first movie? Yeah, I don't know. Like, that's the whole, I like, I don't remember that as well. So it's kind of that sort of weird kind of confusing aspect of it. Uh, Spider-Man villains were referenced in the Daily Bugle, and like if you haven't seen the uh, the second trailer that is out there, it's referential in terms of he he flat out says I am Venom, yes, mocking not really mocking but maybe homage, kind of making fun of a little bit of the first Venom trailer, like way back in the day. So. Like seeing all those, and even this one reminded us the fact that a Michael Keaton's Vulture is in this, which we mm-hmm. we've known for a while, but, but it was like nobody that, remembered. Yeah, keep pushing everything back, COVID, all that stuff. So it was just all these very confusing things, and even the fact that that graffiti I was talking about suggested that the hero is a murderer, which directly leads into the end of No Way uh, Far From Home, when uh, it's claimed that Peter killed uh, a Mysterio. Mm-hmm. So that was the whole setup for the whole thing. But no one's ever really dead unless you are in a James Gunn movie. Oh, yeah, that's true. And so just the fact that you see all of these different bits about it. I love the trailer. I thought it was fun. I don't really necessarily like Jared Leto that much. Um, he's, a, he's a good actor. I don't care about his music. But I do. <laughs> yeah, I know you do. But it was one of those where I'm like, yeah, you know what? Like a pale emo doctor that turns into a vampire. Sounds about right. Kind of seems his wheelhouse. Yeah. yeah. But we don't. 
like we don't know if it's part of a multiverse, if it's part of like the MCU multiverse, if everything is broken apart. We don't know how Venom plays into it as well because if I mean at this point, if you haven't seen the movie, at the end of the uh, the cutscene really absolutely shows what's going on and that the fact that. There's something out there. And when, when is Mo, uh, Morbius coming out? I keep wanting to say Morpheus. It's, <laughs> it's not Morpheus. That's uh, that's the Matrix. And it looks like it is coming out January 28th okay. next year. So this is going to be after Spider-Man. Yeah. So after No Way Home. You know what? I bet a lot of answers are going to, or a lot of questions are going to be answered at that point. Uh, or a lot of a lot more questions are going to be questioned. <laughs> I, I did take a, I started looking at that video again that I was talking about the straw hat goofy and I saw a comment and he said, because like I mentioned that uh, Tom Holland said that he did a scene when there was a fourth person in his jaw drop because they're going to be, you know, inserted later mm-hmm. and someone's like, watch them pull a Paul Bettany and just have it be another Tom Holland. <laughs> if, for those who don't remember WandaVision, he says, I'm going to be acting with an actor I never acted with before. <laughs> Dude, the whole, like, he Dude, felt whole... so bad because the world exploded when like, he who said is that. It gonna be? It's what gonna be Mephisto! Mephisto! Actually, that's who's actually gonna be at the dinner table. It's Mephisto. You know what? At this point in time, <laughs> if they don't have Mephisto in it, like, First off, props. But if you have it in it, way more props. Because, like, just being like, oh, no, we totally had this. And it's like four years later down the road. And it's like, you did not. You're just putting this in there for fan service. Actually, if Ralph Boner ended up being Mephesto, no, I'd still be pissed about it. Mm-hmm. He just needs to be uh, uh, absolutely 100% Quicksilver. I'm fine with that. Um, we also go got another trailer, but it was for a galaxy far, far away. Uh, the Book of Boba Fett, the spinoff from The Mandalorian, uh, got its trailer and uh, it was interesting in terms of the fact that I uh, I didn't know what to expect in terms of like when you sat at the end of the Mandalorian, him taking the throne, uh, Jabba's old throne, and kind of figuring out where he's going to go with that. We've got um, oh May, I can't remember her name right now, and I'm terrible with it. But uh, mm, oh. hold on, May in Agents of Shield, <laughs> she plays Fennec in the Book of Boba Fett, uh, as also in the Mandalorian as well. And so they ended up... Ming-Na uh, Wen. Thank you. Thank you. She reprises his her role uh, in this. And it's essentially at this point when they're showing the trailer, it looks like Boba's just trying to unify the Outer Rim under his rule. But he doesn't want to rule like Jabba did, which was with fear and tyranny and, you know, the old gangster style. I mean, mm-hmm. really, he he was very much something along the lines of like a Soprano-style gang mafia type. That old chestnut. Yeah. <laughs> but now Boba is just like, uh, no, I, I respect is what I'm going to uh, go all of that off of. And even all of uh, uh, Jabba's lieutenants was like, why shouldn't we just kill you right now? He's like, well, you know. If you were to say that to Jabba, do you think you'd still be alive right now? He's like, you're not. Oh, You're still alive, buddy. So maybe take that and maybe he's just trying to make a kinder, gentler outer rim. Are there no more huts then? I thought there were a whole like. there. I, I think there are still huts Like, because I'm still watching Clone Wars and there's lots of different huts out there. Jabba got killed in uh, Return of the Jedi. Uh, and so seriously at this point in time, I have to imagine there's somewhere else, but maybe they just don't want to deal with Jabba and Tatooine and oh. all of that stuff. Maybe they're just like, nope, hands off, we're doing some other stuff. But it's also, I it's in between episodes six and seven. It's kind of like a, a Wild West literally at this point because it's essentially just kind of like a space Western when you're looking at it. I'll be, I'm intrigued to see where they're going with it, and I feel that this will at least give Boba... 
I mean, the Mandalorian gave him a lot more of a uh, of a better role. He wasn't just the dude who got stuck in the Sarlacc pit and didn't do anything and wasn't a good bounty hunter at all. He's like, no, here's where I'm going with this and how I'm going to go about it. So I feel that if you can flesh out his character and make him more of a badass that everyone else has bumped him up to be, uh, I think that'll be really cool for the character. Are we going to get any Baby Yoda Spidey. This will not have the Baby Yoda stuff in that. because No Grogu? No, no Grogu because if you uh, didn't remember, there's a little uh, guy named Luke who took him for training. And so I don't even know if uh, Baby Yoda is even going to be in uh, season two of The Mandalorian when that comes, I think, next year. Season three? Season three, because we've already had two seasons. Oh, yes. You're correct. Mm. <laughs> so much Star Wars stuff, I'll be perfectly Star honest with you. The book of, Star Wars. <laughs> the book of Boba Fett starts streaming on Disney Plus December 29th. Will be eight episodes, about an hour long each, with a new installment dropping each week. And also, every season, every episode of seasons one to two of Mandalorian are also available on Disney Plus. I wish I would have read this article and I would have remembered that there were two seasons mm. of that. Um, but yeah, you can go check all of that out. But now it is time to get to the Geek Sheet with Vicky B. All right, Vicky, what's going on? All right, so there's actors who do a really good job. They go from what their genre is and they go to a completely different one and it works so well. Like we got Jordan Peele when he went over and started like directing horror movies. This mm-hmm. comedic genius and now he's a horror movie genius. Yeah, like <laughs> Key and Peele were so good. And there were some times that there had a little bit of, like, horror aspects to some of the bits. And you're like, wow, where is this coming from? Now we found out that which Jordan Peele, because he seems like he loves the horror genre. And I think that, like, I read an uh, article saying, like, his the reason why he had never done it before. He's like, well, because everyone wanted me to be funny. And they mm-hmm. said I was funny, and that's what they kind of categorized me in. So I never really did anything until now. You can't pigeonhole him? No. No. <laughs> but there are a lot of actors like that. You're like, oh, they're, you know, dramatic. And then they do something funny or even Matthew McConaughey like you always just like really this guy yeah and then he's done some amazing work and I think he's won an Oscar or two or something it's interesting with him too just because if you first saw him in like Dazed and Confused as Wooderson you'd be Mm -hmm. like oh this is he's gonna be the dirtbag sleaze guy or maybe the first time you've ever saw him was in Dallas Buyers Club and you're like okay it's this serious dramatic actor or you only saw him in his Lincoln commercials and you don't know what the F. But, right. you know, it's like all of this. He's a very good actor. And, like, even, like, to give Tom Cruise credit. Like, you know oh, Tom yeah. Cruise as, you know, Tom Cruise in every single one of his movies. It's <laughs> basically Tom Cruise and whatever. Except when we got him in Tropic Thunder. Yes. And. As Les Grossman. Yes. <laughs> got the fat suit, like, the bald head. All in on that one. I loved it. But he also played Austin Powers and the Austin Powers movie in the Austin Powers movie Goldmember. Yeah. See, he does some really good comedic things on that. He can be funny. So it's fun to see actors break mm-hmm. away. And I, and I will give Tom Cruise a shout out for being the vampire Lestat mm-hmm. in an interview with the vampire because he was very good with that. And even Anne Rice had to be like, no, at first I hated it, but now I'm okay with it. <laughs> yes. Like she actually had to print, uh, print because this is just print during the days, mm-hmm. uh, a, uh, not really a uh, apology, but yes, mm-hmm. an apology for that. And I think it goes even like from... You get your comedians to more dramatic or even more superhero, like uh, Kunal uh, Nanjiani. Uh, Kumail Nanjiani. Kum- Kumail, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He, uh, you know, we kind of saw him. I've seen him in a lot of comedic stuff. Yeah. And now he's superhero in Superhero Bod. Yes, yes. <laughs> but that doesn't work with everyone. Uh-oh. So Ranger came out with this list. It's actors who tried to become action stars. 
And audiences said, no thanks. Oh, okay. Interesting. And the first one, I've never, I don't know this movie. Okay. I don't know what it's about. Okay. Uh, it's Rollerball. Chris <laughs> Klein. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. So, um, first off, the original Rollerball was out in 1975. Um, I haven't gone back and watched it recently, but it was highly touted. This, the new one came out in like the early 2000s. And I remember 2002. Okay, I remember watching it and loving it because I was like 23 at the time mm. and totally into that sort of thing. Like it had Slipknot in the mm. uh, in the movie playing as a well, I think as Slipknot, like as just a I would band. Hope so, yeah. But it basically rollerballs like a uh, super angry, murdery uh, roller derby. Okay, and it had Chris Klein in it and, from American Pie. Yes, from American Pie, which you might remember. And yeah, I I want to say that I love the movie. But I also remember being kind of bored in some parts, too. So what this article is saying. So Chris Klein was primed to be the next proverbial next big thing in Hollywood because he had the good looks, boy next charm, and he was eager. Like Hollywood was eager to make him basically the next Tom Cruise. Mm -hmm. So it was important for him to show some other, you know, strengths besides comedy. So the problem with this is that they're saying it wasn't really his fault. It's that Rollerball's premise felt hip and futuristic back when they did the original in 1975. But in 2002, the story's extreme sport no longer seemed that extreme. At this point, we had the X Games. Mm -hmm. And I mean, obviously, the X Games didn't have murder and motorcycles rolling around on on the track. But it gets to that whole sort of like... Yeah, and they tried to update it in terms of having it more action-y as opposed to having any sort of really kind of like political connotations, which really the first one had a lot of sub uh, subcontext when it came down with that. And it was just kind of even one of those like just hollow remakes that kind of like was all about the 2000s. So you get a little bit of action. It's fun. And then once you get down to the plot, you're like, meh, whatever. But, I mean, I'm just looking at the cast list, and I had forgot that Jean Reno was in it. Which one's he again? Uh, he was in Leon the Professional. Ah, yes. Uh, it had LL Cool J, oh which I forgot. Um, and uh, Rebecca Romaine was in it as well, mm-hmm. too. And, uh, yeah, it, was, it wasn't it was a great movie, and I probably will Ooh. never go back and watch it. 3% on the tomato Three. meter. Three! 14% audience score. At first I saw, oh, 67% on tomato and 61 audience. That's not too bad, but that's the 1975 version. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and again, comparing it to the old original one, like if it had just come out and there was nothing else, you'd be like, oh, okay, sure, fun movie, whatever. But yeah, the fact that you will want to compare it to the older one will make, yeah. make you hate everything. Chris ah. Klein, like hasn't really done a whole lot of other stuff. Like, he came back for more American Pie, did a bunch of that. He doesn't look like an action person. I mean, back in the day, maybe a little bit. Like, he maybe could have been, like, maybe the youngin, but... The youngin? <laughs> uh, he was in Benchwarmers 2, that yeah. masterpiece. Benchwarmers 2 that doesn't even have a Wikipedia page. I'm trying to click on it, oh, and right. there's not even a Wikipedia page on uh, that one. I think the thing he's been getting most quote-unquote love for is he's in The Flash as Cicadia. Cicada. Oh, okay. So if you guys watch The Flash, you probably have seen him. He kind of uh, looks like a low-rent uh, Brendan Fraser. Like, not to be mean, but I guess I just was. What, so. Like the Wish Talk version. <laughs> <laughs> not wrong. Well, because he wasn't successful. Like, he was also yeah. in the movie, the only movie he really did that got any, like, big, besides American Pie, was Election. Which is a comedy, I think. Oh, with like Reese Witherspoon? Yep. Oh, wow. That's an old one, too. Yeah, that's actually a really good satire. But, yeah, it didn't really go too well for him. Mm -mm. Uh, The next one, it it didn't go well for him, I think, if it's it's the same guy I'm thinking of. 
because he did other stuff that made him bad guy. Uh-oh. Uh, but uh, Army Hammer, when he tried doing the Lone Ranger. Oh, yeah. And, like, yeah, Army Hammer has come out and, yeah, in the news in the last couple of years. Some really kind of fantastical things, but also just kind of being a dirtbag. So, oh. yeah, yeah. I, and it's just, like, I don't know at this point in time. It's... Kind of hearsay and like but that movie, Twitter DMs. <laughs> like you can like Google it yourself and form your own opinion. Yeah. But yeah, uh, he was in the Social Network as the Winklevoss twins. Yeah. He was in oh. the Mirror Mirror, which was like a Snow White, but like a cutesy one. I think that had uh, Julia Roberts in it. Huh. Uh, but the Joan Ranger, I think they were kind of like prepping it, like, oh, we're gonna revamp it, and it's gonna because it had Johnny Depp in it. It's going to be the new. Pirates of the Caribbean, maybe, and it went... The problem also was the fact that they cast Johnny Depp as Tonto, which, come on, man, like, come on, You can't do that. You just can't. Like, you shouldn't have done it in the past, and it was just a bad idea all around. It was was a movie wrought with bad ideas. Another one is Adrian Brody in Predators. Predators! I was trying to think, I was like, what the hell? Because he's one of those guys who... He's a phenomenal actor. Yeah. Like, he's gone a lot of wars, a lot of acclaim, but... He's the guy like, you would just pianist. expect to get, like, yeah, like, just to get gacked in, like, the first scene of, like, a Predators movie. And he'd when be he the did, guy falling out of the helicopter in Suicide Squad. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> totally. He'd be the yeah. weasel. Weasel! <laughs> oh, my God. But, did uh, anybody check to see if Adrian Brody could swim? <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, you might have seen him in Peaky Blinders if you watched that. Oh, he's yeah, uh, in the Grand right. Budapest Hotel. That, But he's got that vibe to him. So mm-hmm. for him to be an action star just doesn't seem to fit. No, no, it didn't. Um... I don't know this guy, Jason, Jace, Jason, Pat, is it Patrick? Jason Patrick. Uh, he was in Speed 2 Cruise Control. Okay. Because well, Keanu Reeves is like, I'm out. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't worry about that. Yeah. He's, I mean, well, don't worry about Speed 2. That's for Oh, oh yes. Yeah. Right. That movie was total, absolute crap. But yeah, he was the makeup over that. He's done stuff over, wow, he was in Caveman. Yeah, he was in The Lost Boys, uh, The Losers, Sleepers, but yeah, he's like, I'm going to do Speed 2, and that did not do anything for him. See, I love The Losers. <laughs> the Losers was a fun movie, but I don't. I think he was maybe like the bad guy or something like that. Mm, probably. Like, I don't even remember, Like, but to be perfectly honest, like if you're watching The Losers, you're not watching it for Jason Patrick. You're watching it for Zoe Saldana, Chris ah. Evans. Uh, uh, Jeffrey Id- Dean Morgan, Idris Elba. Idris Elba. It is a highly underrated comic book movie that one of our favorite TikTokers, Straw Hat Goofy, yes. just yes. like recently revisited. And he's like, "Oh my god!" Like it's not. It's not going to be the greatest movie of all time. It is, I think, a couple steps above popcorn movie. Yeah, but you can see how much fun these people are mm-hmm. having making this movie, and just how ridiculous a lot of the scenes are. Uh, another actor, I feel like he was kind of been thrown everywhere like this is going to be the new it guy he's beautiful he's going to be in everything and he kind of was he was he got his own movie in disney's 2012 john carter he was in battleship he also played <laughs> gambit in that horrible wolverine movie we don't talk about wow, taylor kitsch those are three terrible movies yes taylor kitsch well, who, what else was he in? I don't know. It he's he's got to have been in something because the he, name sounds familiar. Apparently, he has since remade himself as a reliable character actor on True Detective and in movies like Only the Brave. Okay. 
Yeah, like I've heard him before, but I guess I just haven't really. Honestly, seen I, th- I don't anything. think it was necessarily his fault. I think just the. I mean, I never saw John Carter. I just think those movies were just. I just garbage. now I remember. I didn't see it, but I remember this being out there. They had a uh, a TV miniseries called Waco, which was about David Koresh, and he played David Koresh. I remember seeing the stills of is that, that. Is that for a, talking about? Is it a cult in Waco? I yeah, hear? yeah, it was the cult in Waco that uh, really didn't end very well. And my dad lived in Waco for a minute, so I, I heard about it. But it was before this happened. You so didn't that join was, any cults, did you? No. Okay. It was very Good. brief, very brief. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm curious about this. I'm learning, you know, thanks to Bailey Sarian and Murder Mystery Makeup, I'm getting more interested in, like, learning about cults and stuff. <laughs> wow, okay. <laughs> Just so I don't get into what I'm very... Right. I'm very... Fair enough, fair enough. Suggestible. Mm. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, another character, another... I don't... Yeah. Uh-oh. Matthew Broderick in Godzilla. Uh, well, that movie was just horse pocky. I'm yep. not going to say the word no. I almost just said. No, Matthew Broderick. I and saw I, that. But just, <laughs> I, I remember I, I did not want to see it because I was scared. We had a girl's day. My mom, my cousin, and I, and my dad took my Aww. brother and my other cousin, the boys, to go see Godzilla. And we were done shopping, and we were just kind of waiting around. The theater person's like, well, the movie's almost over, so you can go go in and sit and wait for it. Like, go with them. Aww, so we got to go in. Nice. And nice. I'm sitting there like, no, it's like Jurassic Park all over again. <laughs> Nightmares. I did. Were you terrified of Jurassic Park? The second one, yeah. Aww. I guess I, you were I, little. I, I mean, the second one came out, I, I was less than 10, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're single digits, so that makes sense. But I kept having dreams and nightmares that the dinosaurs were coming out of my closet, like the raptors. So Wow. I, I, I have a very active imagination, okay? Well, yeah, and the fact that one of the main characters getting chased around by a raptor was a little girl does not help at all. No. I remember like watching bits and pieces when I was a kid, and it wasn't that bad, but when you get older, it wasn't fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Matthew Broderick, it, he wasn't really... He was Ferris Bueller. I, he was Ferris Bueller. He that's not the vibe he gave. Uh, like he shouldn't be in an action star. Yeah, or no. action movie. Mm-hmm. I will give him props. If you guys didn't see this show, I will warn you. They did not get renewed for a season two, and I'm very disappointed. But it's a show I had talked about previously a couple years ago called Daybreak. Oh yeah. So Daybreak, it, you follow this guy. It's the apocalypse. It only affects the adults. So you got a bunch of kids running around post-apocalyptic world. Um, with a bunch of zombies, and they're really weird. And the way they do this show is you follow around the main character, uh, and it's very Ferris Bueller Day Off. Like the <laughs> That's right. It was just like absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. I remember yeah. that. I watched a couple of the episodes. I was like, this and is it was, super fun. It was and really good. They had a lot of heartwarming like moments. You get a lot of like flashbacks and flash forwards because he's looking for his girlfriend, and you kind of learn about all the different characters and what they have going on. And it was so well done, and Matthew Broderick actually is in it. He's the principal, and spoiler alert, he's not a really nice guy. He's <laughs> oh, kind of a piece yeah, of crap, but he, <laughs> he's in a Ferris Bueller-esque show, and I was just really disappointed that they didn't renew it, so maybe if we continue watching it and more people watch it, maybe it'll get renewed someday? Yeah, Probably not. How that works, Probably not. Nah. But I do recommend it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, he should not be in uh, action movies. No. Uh, another one, I'm just going to run down the list. Yep. Taylor Lautner in Abduction. I don't even know that movie, but he was fine as a as a werewolf, right? I guess I didn't. I didn't watch the Twilight movies. Honestly, I, didn't know he was into I hear he's just not that great as an, an actor, actor in general. Okay, fair enough. So maybe not. Another one. <laughs> he is a basketball player, and who should stick to not movies? Okay, Ooh, we'll LeBron go, James. Okay, I was going to say LeBron James or Shaq. <laughs> Which one? Shaquille O'Neal and yep. Steel action yeah. movie. Yeah, that was a bad superhero movie. It was 
essentially them trying to take um, when Superman died, there was five of them that came out. One of them was an all steel guy, like called mm-hmm. Steel, and a construction worker. And I think they kind of tried to like loosely adapt that into this, but Shaq can't act. So it Is, doesn't help. Isn't there like a Mandala effect or something where like he played, like everyone thought he played a character named Sinbad or something, or was it Sinbad? No, everyone thought that Sinbad played Shazam. That's what it was. Yeah, and that's the Mandala effect or Man- Mandela and effect. Shaq played oh. a genie, right? And uh, He did, was incredible. Uh, you don't remember him? Shaq, no, I don't because that movie was for children and I wasn't. It was I Kazam. Oh, Shaq yeah. Shaq was in a movie called Kazam right. where he was... Kazam. Yeah, yeah, he was Kazam. <laughs> he was a genie named Kazam. <laughs> he really was. So that's where kind of the Shazam, Kazam, Sinbad, all that kind of flows See, now, into my head. The most the he plays a rapping genie. I yes, al- of course he does. I almost want to watch this, but I think I would have to be very inebriated in order to get through it. Just watch some clips on YouTube. I yeah, you know what? It's not a bad idea. I'm just trying to look at like all of the acting things that he's done. He was in the House Bunny and Scary Movie Four, playing himself. By the way, I would hope. Yeah, that makes yeah, sense. exactly. Yeah. Uh, I don't really know this actress, uh, Christina Loken. Uh, she was the, 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 the Terminatrix in, I think, the fourth one. Okay, because they're saying in the movie Blood Rain, which I also don't uh, know. That was the Uwe Boll movie. All of those movies are hot trash, so you don't need mm. to worry about them ever. Dave, Sorry, Gareth. I know Dave, you love Uwe, but I do not. David Arquette, egg-legged freaks. <laughs> yeah, anything David Arquette, you mean... He just needs to stick to being a wrestler. You know, he needs to stick to being Dewey Cox. I mean, Wait, no, too. no, that was somebody else. He's Deputy Dewey and Scream. Dewey Cox is somebody else. Uh, Seth Rogen <laughs> in the Green Hornet. Yeah, that did not work yeah, out well know. at all. No. Yeah, I, no. He could be a superhero in cartoon movies. Or like a being like if it was a stoner superhero movie, I think I'd be okay with that. He's always he's another one like he always plays himself. I I would love to see him in more dramatic stuff, but. I don't really think he needs to. He doesn't have to. (laughs) Well, check out the full list on our Facebook page. And until next time, guys, stay nerdy. 